You're now listening to Life is Christian Podcast, and I am your host, Charlotte Rutherford. Life is Christian is a safe space for believers and followers of Christ to share their experiences. Here on this podcast, we will be discussing our own personal struggles with walking in faith. We will also be sharing with you some practical tips on how to overcome these challenges. Let's get into today's show. On today's episode of Life is Christian, I will be speaking with my dear friend and sister in Christ, Leona Joseph. She's a singer and songwriter, just a beautiful soul overall. In today's show, we will be discussing relationships, more specifically being unequally yoked in a marriage. We will start today's show off as we normally do with Leona defining what life as Christian means to her. What does the phrase life as Christian mean to you? Uh, for me, life as a Christian means having Christ in the center of your life. So everything you do, Christ has to be in it. Okay. If you're upset, if you're angry, that relationship with Christ never changes. And it's a relationship that I find where there I feel upset, angry, lonely, or grieving, he's always part of my life and he's my go-to guy. So it's my relationship, relationship with him. And that is what life as a Christian means to me. Amen. That's beautiful. So life as Christian is relationship with Christ. I like that. Yes. As a follower of Christ, what is an area in your walk that you have struggled with? Girl, I've I've struggled with so many things um, as a Christian, going to church every single Sunday. And I I notice I see families come together, parents, uh, man and woman, husband and wife. They come with their children and they serve Christ together in one place. And that's been a struggle for me, having a husband who is not a Christian at all. And so... Him not being on the same level, or you can say yoke, or having the same faith as I have, um, is quite frustrating at times for me. Um, When I first had a relationship, or I started a relationship with Christ, I had dreams of having a husband uh, who's a musician and, (laughs) you know, playing music, and I love to sing. So, you know, I, I had that vision of having a husband who's Christian and my children and all that stuff. But girl, life happened and that did not happen for me at all. So (laughs) it's totally different. Oh, I can relate, right? Because we all have plans. You know, I've had my very, um, my various plans and desires of what I wanted for my life, but you know, throughout the years that I've known you, clearly none of that has, or many of that hasn't happened. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. It will happen. It will happen. I totally get it. God will give you what he deems best for you, right? Amen. And with that being said, so maybe you can tell us about whether or not you were saved before you got married or did you become safe after the relationship? Because maybe that can help us to understand a little bit better about when you realized that this was a struggle for you. When I was uh, 14 years old, I started a relationship with Christ. I actually got baptized when I was 16. And um, there's a lot of struggles on that part that I'd like to share with you. 
But leading onward to that, I had been going through so many things in my life. Uh, I lost my mom. Um, I had relationship problems and I was placed in uh, some other dilemmas that I couldn't control. And so when I met my husband, it wasn't about Christianity for me. It was about safety. And I felt like I pretty much was, I didn't really have a choice at the time. And this was what was there. And he was more of my support and all that stuff. And I knew I was with him and he wanted children. And I knew that I wanted to get married before I had children. So the goal was to get married before children and then the rest would come. And I was hoping, just hoping that maybe, you know, he would become a Christian. Um, I did stop going to church, by the way. I hadn't gone to church for years and God brought me back. And knowing that he's brought Amen. me back, I still desire to have my husband there on my side every single Sunday, every single prayer meeting, every single Bible study to sit down and talk to him about Christ, have a conversation about struggles, um, have a conversation, you know, Christian based for our lives. I do understand that, right? Because as a believer, and when you read the word of God, the word of God tells you that, you know, the husband's supposed to be the head of the house. And now it's like you find yourself in a position where you're more in that leadership role on a spiritual level for your home. So I do empathize and I do understand where you're coming from. So can you tell us a little bit more about how you have dealt with that struggle or how you're dealing with that struggle? I pray for my husband. And I've always trusted that one day God will give him um, some, well, salvation and that God will give him something that I can't give him because it's only God. It's by his spirit that he will touch him and to, to save him. And there's nothing that I can do but pray. I pray over his food. I pray over his body. Even when we're having intimacy, I pray over it and all that stuff. I pray. And I declare that one day he will be saved. But what comforts me um, is, is a reminder from uh, 1 Corinthians 7.14. It just reminds me each time that my husband's saved regardless. He's covered regardless because I believe that because of my relationship with God, he's covered. And so my children are covered as well. And that's what keeps me going every day and keep just keep praying for him. Amen. That's a beautiful scripture because I can imagine how worried people would be because I know there's so many wives or husbands that are out here in this situation, right? So I can't imagine the anxiety yeah. that they would feel not if they hadn't had the scripture for reference to bring them comfort, knowing that, you know what, God is so good. He's so faithful that although I'm at this place right now, he's still got my back. Like my relationship is covered. My marriage is covered. My children are covered. My husband is covered, right? So that's a beautiful scripture. Thank you for sharing that because I definitely know that will encourage somebody. Absolutely. And one thing that I've been blessed with is the fact that my husband is not... Um, He's not out there in the world really doing worldly stuff. 
I am thankful that he doesn't smoke. He's not in dr- in, into drugs. He's not into crime. He's not into a lot of things. He's a hardworking man. He loves his family and he, he genuinely is committed to me and my family. And that's very important. Very, very important. The only thing, the only struggle that I'm faced with is him not being saved. But who knows, one day it will happen. As you said, my family is covered. Amen. And God is good because it's like just listening to you say that. It's amazing because there are a lot of people that are out there where their spouse is just so deep in the world. But God is so faithful because you said that you've been praying and you've been praying. And it's like, here you are, that although he may not be, he may not have committed himself to the life of Christ, he's not out there in the world that you have to worry or have this additional stress to know that, oh my gosh, like God, I'm praying and you're not hearing me and my prayers are not being answered. So it's almost as if he's like one step closer. Yes, he is one step closer because he has such a good heart. He's so mellow. He's so soft. Like, there's just one thing missing. God, do it already. I pray every day. Do it already. (laughs) Amen. Amen. And he's so faithful. And we know that he's able. We know that he is capable because he will leave the 99 to go after that one soul. Amen. And I the do stand, that's that right. One soul. I And I stand in agreement with you. And I believe that God will go chasing after his soul so that heaven can rejoice, so that you can rejoice and be like, yes, God, Jesus did it. Yes, amen. Won't he do it? Yes, he will. <laughs> uh, so what would you say to encourage someone out there that may be going through the same issue? I would say this. God allowed this to happen. You are already married and you can't leave. All you can do is just keep praying. Pray for him. Pray for your relationship. Pray for your family to stand together in Christ. You know, and remember these these words from 1 Corinthians 7. In fact, the entire chapter speaks to marriage and relationship in general. So continue reading on this and stand on the word of God and stand on your prayer and stand on your faith and Hope that God will continue to see you guys through until the day that he touches your husband's or your wife's heart. Because it could be a wife as well, right? So I have faith and I pray that God gives you faith, whoever it is. Amen. Thank you so much for that. And, you know, one thing that I wanted this podcast to highlight was just some of the practical ways in which you know, we um, exercise our faith. And I know you did share that. So I do appreciate that. I didn't specifically ask you that question, but I'm glad that you shared that because I want us to know that it's more than spiritual. Like, yes, we have the word, but it's more faith without works is dead, yes. right? We can't just be hearers of the word, but we have to be doers of the word. And, you know, you're doing those things. You you, said, you mentioned that you're praying over his food, you know, you're praying over his body, like you are. So these are practical things that people that are out there that are struggling that they can use and that they can apply. Are there any other practical tips or strategies that you can share with somebody out there who may be in a relationship, who may be in a marriage specifically where their other half is not saved? Absolutely. Um, what I've been doing, uh, whatever, whenever there's um, 
events going on, I encouraged my husband to come. He would come. We'd have couples retreat that uh, that I've been involved with, and many other uh, Christian couples uh, have gone to, but my husband isn't uh, Christian. So um, what I do, I, I encourage him to come, and he does come all the time, very open to coming to all these events. And he picks up so much. There's so much that I can say is relatable in, in a Christian relationship and my relationship. And there's so many things that my husband has been able to learn. He thinks very positively about uh, a Christian faith um, as opposed to not receiving at all. Because, you know, um, sometimes some people can harden their hearts so much that they're not able to receive anything and they refuse everything that you would come to them with. But my husband's pretty open um, I'm, I'm thanking God for that. He's open to coming to these events. And these are some of the things that I do whenever there's events, he comes whenever there's um, maybe even parties, barbecues. Oh, he's open to that too. Uh, that uh, my other Christian friends have, and they're married and we all mingle together. So these are some tips that I have that you can follow. I pray very loudly so he can hear me praying on a Sunday now that it's COVID and my TV at 11 o'clock is on YouTube listening to church. And if I'm there, he's listening too. He never, you know, resents it at all. As long as I live a life um, that can reflect positivity, can reflect a sense of a relationship, a strong relationship with Christ, I'm hoping one day that it will just catch on. He will catch on to it. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Because you know, that's it too. It's like as followers and believers of Christ, we are supposed to lead by example. So I love that you said that you pray out loud so that he can hear you. You know, you have um, whatever service you're streaming on that he can hear because that's the thing. It's like, we hear the word of God. And when we hear the word of God, that's when it ministers to us. So you just never know which word, which rhema word he's going to receive in that moment that God might just capture his heart right then and there. And also the fact that you mentioned his heart is soft. Like you said, thank God for that, because that is beautiful. Like I'm just like listening to that. And I'm just thinking like, that's God right there. Like that's God working. Like he did not harden his heart. So he is so open to receive. So he is just right there. He is just right there. I'm standing and I'm believing that he will be in the kingdom. And yeah, God is good. All the time. All the time. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for being a guest here on this podcast. I know you mentioned having, you know, a lot of struggles and experiences. So I would definitely love to have you back on just so you can share with some of the listeners just to encourage us all because we know in this walk, it's not easy. Every single day we get up, it's a struggle. Like it's a fight just to actually put on your whole armor some days like that takes work. So I would definitely love to have you back on as a guest just so you can share with us because everybody's experience is different. We may experience something like a similar phenomena or event. We may all experience that, but the way that we deal with it is so different and just having the strategies to share that is so helpful and important and encouraging to other people. So thank you so much. It was a pleasure. It was a pleasure. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. 
Thank you all so much for listening. I do appreciate each and every one of you. I do pray that you will be blessed and encouraged by the message that you heard here today. Until next time, be encouraged, be inspired, and be blessed. Mm -hmm.